Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Skewed and Reviewed Skewedcast. I'm Gareth, greater Skewed and Reviewed, and you can catch us online at sknr.net as we cover all things movies, games, television, travel, entertainment, pop culture, and more. And you can also catch us online at, as I said, sknr.net, but also online at Pinal, P-I-N-A-L, central.com, keyword Skewed, which is our um video game reviews for the 12 newspapers that uh, cover 20 markets in the Pinal Central network of papers. We have our quarterly magazine, Skewed and Reviewed the Magazine, which you can find at Barnes & Noble and other outlets. We're getting the next issue ready very soon. And then, of course, each week you can catch me on BJ Shea's Geek Nation on KISWFM as we cover all things also movies, games, entertainment, pop culture, we put the simulcast on the page. So I'm joined as always with Justin and uh, Michael, and we have a shorter than usual uh, show today because uh, the game is going to be kicking off as we record this in a couple of hours, and we expect lots of uh, new movie and possibly television show trailers to drop along with all the other great advertisements. We've reported $7 million for a 30-second spot. Uh, we've already seen new things drop for Jurassic World Dominion, uh, The Lost City, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, Jordan Peele's Nope, and then there are lots of rumors about what other things we might see. I've heard uh, people speculating that Moon Knight or even Obi-Wan on Disney Plus may drop in and uh, lots of other rumors uh, out there. So who knows? It will be very interesting to see, but... For now, uh, we're going to be doing just a couple of topics, and while there was a little bit of everything this week, there were two stories that really stood out, so I want to discuss those in the order that they dropped. And the first is that Futurama is coming back. There is a 20-episode order at Hulu. Uh, there's been a lot of misinformation online as people are saying, John DiMaggio is not coming back as Bender because he wasn't announced and they're encouraging a boycott of the show, so on and so forth. But the press release itself announcing the show did mention that negotiations with him are um, under, you know, underway. They're ongoing. So why don't we start with you, Justin? What do you make of this and what are your expectations for the uh, new show? Yeah, so this... Uh kind of goes into one of the another example of uh, if you wait long enough um anything is possible uh i i certainly you know five six years ago i probably wouldn't have uh put this like in the bingo cards of uh uh possible things to happen uh it really seemed like the series was done um you know and uh but you wait long enough and um anything can happen i and you know we've seen a number of these where very old properties um have been revived uh you know seemingly um you know overcoming the impossible sometimes like the rights negotiations for some of these is very difficult maybe not necessarily in this case but um but uh it, it's exciting i i really liked futurama um you know, back when I was in uh, high school, uh, it was uh, one of the shows I, I definitely watched quite a bit. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it, but I'm also slightly apprehensive, you know, uh, like you just mentioned, it really wouldn't be Futurama without Bender. I mean, he's like pretty central to the show. I mean, him, Fry, and uh, Leela are basically, um, 
you know the three main protagonists and uh it, it really w- without him that the, the, the yeah, excuse me the dynamic would be um too different i think you know and, and that's kind of my apprehensive generally about revisiting shows or properties you know games shows or whatever uh so long after they've ended a lot of times the people who kind of made them what they were have you know moved on they've gone to other companies or they've retired um so sometimes when they come back uh it just doesn't feel quite the same it kind of just feels sort of like an imitation of of what uh of what you liked but you know sometimes they can be pulled off sometimes the new talent can really kind of capture what uh made the original special so i'm I'm kind of hoping for the latter i'm hoping they can you know negotiate um uh and get bender back um but uh, without him it's it's probably going to struggle a little bit and michael your take please yeah, so I, I agree with Justin. I mean, I did like Futurama as a show uh, back when I when it was on the air. I would catch it, um, particularly if I was traveling for work or something. I'd catch it in the hotel or, or whatever. So I always liked. I always thought that was one of the better ones. I liked the take on it. Um, and, and as Justin said, you know, what was once old is new again, um, with the revival of a lot of the same shows and 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 things. And we're seeing that quite a bit. And and, and I agree. I, I think it's going to really. It's always hard to say about a show that worked well in the you know early 2000s. Um, how does that work today? You know, how does the humor work? I mean, obviously shows like The Simpsons and you know Family Guy have been going a long time, um, so they continue to to stay fresh um, even throughout the, de- the decades that everything's been running. Uh, but how how that all comes together with the new Futurama will be interesting to see. I'm certainly excited to see it. I, I like the idea of that show coming back. Um, but I do agree that I think without Bender and without the uh, main cast to kind of revive the series, it, it would probably suffer a bit with that. So, yeah, I'm curious to see the take on it, how 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 it holds up, you know, with current times and obviously hoping they get back all the original cast to, to reprise at least the main roles. You know, it's interesting if you look at the back history of the series, it is kind of a long and winding road and in some ways. Family Guy had a similar thing that there were executives at Fox that just didn't like the show and didn't support it. And, you know, it kind of you would get episodes and then it would sit for a while. And it was always kind of a gray area is this is a new season or is this a continuation? And then, of course, due to overwhelming reaction to the reruns, a series of it was four direct to DVD movies were um uh, commission and they did exceptionally well, which led to the show coming back for three years on Comedy Central. And there was other uh, factors that came in. You know, they had the final episode, but people forget a couple of things. Number one, this what the only thing that surprised me about this is that it took this long because the last couple of times that I had a chance to see Matt Groening uh, was at San Diego Comic Con and at the D23 Expo. And when they get to the moment where they ask for the questions from the audience, one thing overwhelmingly came up time and time again. Will there be any more Futurama? And his response was always, yeah, I certainly hope so, but, you know, it's not up to me. And I remember at the D23 Expo, right after Disney had acquired Fox and essentially took over the ownership, he was asked again, and he was like, yeah, you know, I definitely want to do it, so here you have it. Now... You have to look also at the history. 
they're not going to be replacing Bender. The question is, is John DiMaggio coming back to voice Bender? And I think something will be worked out because both sides are, um, you know, DiMaggio knows he has all the clout. The fans want him. There's a huge public outcry, but there's only a commitment to 20 episodes. This is not the first time this happened. There, right before the show was set to come back on Comedy Central, there was a lot of buzz going around that uh, the cast were asking for um, more money than the studio was willing to pay to come back and do the episodes. And it was getting to the point where I remember they were starting to plan promotion for it around Comic-Con, and there was some talk that... Um, new cast members would be introduced to, uh, you know, they would go with sound-alike uh, people. And this, of course, created the same buzz, and people very clearly made it known that they wanted the original cast back, and, you know, things happen. And this this is not unique to Futurama. You may remember a similar thing happened with The Simpsons. There was a big issue years ago about uh, they, their voice contracts and that sort of thing and how they were wanting more money and they were saying they weren't getting a share of ownership and so on. And there was uh, some talk about they might have to replace certain voices. I mean, they even made a joke about it in one of the episodes where Ned Flanders comes over to visit the Simpsons and he's got a completely different voice. And, uh, you know, they things like this happen and it's the nature of the business. I would think something would happen and I think they're going to offer him everything they possibly can to get him back. And it's only going to, it, but it gets to a point where you have to say, does this make good business sense? But I think at the end of the day, um, stuff will happen. And I'm, I'm very intrigued by this because, uh, the potential for when we get to San Diego comic-con later this year, and we've been told it is going to be back in person, uh, the potential for a Futurama panel again, uh, to me, just, Another sign that things are definitely on the way back to being where they should be, and that would be a very welcome thing. Another announcement that got a lot of news and uh, definitely would be something we would love to see at a San Diego Comic-Con panel is uh, dropped on at the end of the week, and that was Amazon Studios has begun development of a new Blade Runner series, and this is not the animated Black Lotus series, this is a brand new live action series called Blade Runner 2099 that is described as a big budget live action series that will serve as the third major installment of the franchise following the original Blade Runner and the sequel 2049. Well, obviously, you know, Blade Runner was set in 2019. Um, Blade Runner 2049, do the math, 30 years later. This is uh, 80 years from the original. And so the you know, the, the technological advancements, uh, all sorts of stuff are, are possible. And then, of course, we might even get a good look at the off-world colonies. And for all we know, it could even be set on off-world colonies. Uh, so, Michael, you start with this. What do you think? So I like, I, I really like the idea. I, I think there's so much they could do with that particular series if they put the money and the, and the time into it. I mean, I, just as a gritty detective type um, set piece, I mean, obviously focusing on the replicants, but that doesn't have to be the main focus of all the the storylines, right? Obviously, the Blade Runner themselves would be uh, replicant hunters and that sort of thing. But there's just so many ways that they could they could go with this. I think it's it's an area, honestly, that I think has been really kind of under 
under devoted to for several, so long that I would really just like to see what they could do with a series. Um, and there's been a lot of, you know, series that have been released on Netflix and, and other shows that kind of follow in that same vibe. But I think honestly, going back to that, um, that, that particular, you know, scenario utilizing, um, the, the back history and the various, um, other other canon type you know shows and and stories that they go into that canon i just think honestly it's a, it's a fantastic um opportunity now whether or not they'll realize it and and make good with what they have uh, you know i don't know but i i think that you know given how we've had fairly good luck i think with a lot of the newer shows um giving them a little more time to kind of develop a story giving a lot more money towards them than they used to do in, you know, for even shows 10 years ago. I think if you're willing to put the budget in it, get the right cast and get the right stories, I just think that can really go um, in so many different ways. And it's not something that where they have to tell an entire story in one season and then abruptly end it in case it doesn't get renewed. This is one that they can see it. We see where it goes. If it's popular, continue to develop for it. And I think there's a lot of opportunities to really do a great job with it. So I'm um, excited. I can't wait to kind of see, what happens and, uh, and and how it turns out. And Justin, your take, please. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 are two of my favorite movies. Um, absolutely love them um, both. And uh, so anything within the, that franchise, you know, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, it, it really kind of set the, the bar and standard for anything like cyberpunk related um, in, in media. So um i'm i'm very intrigued uh the only thing that makes me a little apprehensive is kind of the same thing that makes me apprehensive about um a lot of the the newer announcements for uh, extremely high budget shows um you know i think there is a, a there was a lesson that to be learned from the way game of thrones handled um handled itself uh and I, I think one of the reasons we're seeing so many announcements for, you know, higher budget, you know, really, really, like, ambitious shows like this is is because of Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones kind of, like, came out of the gate with a very, uh, you know, took a fantasy setting um, and really did an extremely good job adapting it. Very high budget. Um, but the one thing that was very clever about HBO when they took that on was um, the Song of Ice and Fire series just in general is, you know, when, when you compare it against like Lord of the Rings or some other um, uh, fantasy series, book series, it's a little more toned down. It's a little more, um, it's fantastical elements like aren't, aren't quite as extreme. So it's a so it's a little more it's a little easier to adapt um now going on the sci-fi side like mandalorian has shown that you can make a very high budget science fiction television show and make it look good i think the technology is there but i think the amazon is a little more untested in this realm um so i think really the 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 test case is to see how this lord of the rings show that they're making turns out uh if it really you know, if you can kind of see through um, its uh, its effects, if it doesn't live up to the to you know what people have in mind with its setting, then it's really going to struggle. And same thing with Blade Runner. Blade Runner really has to nail the aesthetics um, because it's such an important part 
of what makes those movies good. Um, you know, and it's not just like, you know, it, you, there's been other uh, cyberpunk shows that look pretty decent. You know, Altered Carbon uh, looked pretty decent, but it's still nowhere close to just the interest, in, the, how intricately detailed um, and lively the uh, um, the world is in uh, in Blade Runner. So I think that's that's going to be very key. You know, how much money are they willing to to dump into this, and not just money, but um, they've got to have some really really talented people behind it to kind of realize like in that setting. But like what Michael said, you know, there's there's so many directions they could go with it um, to explore in that world. You know, a lot of different noir. Um, Kind of concepts that they can uh, to bring to the screen. So I'm I'm eager to see how how this turns out. Um, but we'll have to kind of see you know one how Lord of the Rings turns out and you know two who's who's kind of you know, behind the show who's who's going to be leading it you know who's going to be doing the effects. Uh, I think those are all kind of important elements. You know what's interesting about it is that. I am curious, as I said, will we see the colonies? Because it would be, you know, the, the replicants refer to their life as slaves on the colonies, but they're also essentially a part of life up there in that if they're on Earth, they're to be taken out and retired immediately. Although it seemed by Blade Runner 2049 that had changed because with the production of the newer generation under a different company, you actually had them on the police force. And, you know, that gets into that whole topic of, of the original and who was and who wasn't a replicant. Don't need to go into that, but I think it'd be very interesting to see what their life is like in the colony to be able to see them where people don't have where they're not trying to hide and pass themselves off as anything other than what they are but to also show why they felt they had to um flee to earth and take the chance now obviously this would probably be done in flashbacks because i think it would be interesting to see if by this point do they have rights are they legally recognized as beings with certain protections i mean they're you know, all sorts of things that could happen because, I mean, you're, you're covering 80 years of timeline here. And so you would have to think there might be some advancement or differential. Uh, if not, we have to see why there has not been any change to things. Now, it was interesting because you mentioned Lord of the Rings, and that is uh, going to, I think, be a real topic in the, in the days ahead because we're supposed to get the trailer uh, during the game this afternoon. And then the rights to Lord of the Rings uh, movies and content are apparently up for grabs with the expected bid to start around $2 billion. And Amazon has made no secret that they're prepared to buy it. And so, um, you know, here you go. They've already purchased MGM and Amazon with the deep pockets is making another play to pick up a very valuable property which essentially will give them the clout to either make future Lord of the Rings themed content exclusive for streaming, or it could be their foot in if they decide that, you know what, we want to do a theatrical release followed by um, this. But you can also remember, they're trying to get deeper into the video game uh, side of things. And so this is another angle that they 
would be able to exploit down the road. So, you know, lots of interesting stuff. Now, we mentioned the game, and there are numerous rumors, so I'm just going to go down uh, a couple of things that this is what the industry analysts are saying we might or could see. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, uh, Black Adam, uh, The Lost City, and I know that's a given because they've already sent us the trailer. Jurassic World Dominion, same with that. Nope, same again. Uh, but now we get into the rumors. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Moon Knight, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which we have already seen one, Stranger Things, and Minions, The Rise of Gru. Now, some are also saying that they think Netflix is going to be a player with their Ryan Reynolds time travel, um, The Atom Project. They've also said maybe not going to see um, Obi-Wan, but you might see another Lightyear trailer. Uh, so I think we can safely say we're going to see something, uh, several things, and who knows? There might also be a um, curveball. They said, let's not forget the uh, previous Super Bowl where they announced uh, the Cloverfield Paradox and said, by the way, it's going to start streaming immediately after the game. And that was, uh, <laughs> that definitely got a lot of attention. So, you know, we'll wonder if there's something out there that we have no clue about that they're going to drop. So hopefully. Well, gentlemen, I think that's going to do it for us this week. I just wanted to mention briefly, keep an eye out for new content for Call of Duty Vanguard. Season 2 is supposed to drop on Valentine's Day. And we also had some news coming up that uh, SeaWorld is going to be opening the Sesame Place uh, Park on March 26th in San Diego. So if you have little ones who are fans of Sesame Street, you will definitely want to check that out. We have a walkthrough and more information on the page. And until then, folks, take care, be well, and we'll talk to you next week.